Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks, trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binging, restricting, dieting, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, you beauties. So let me ask you a question to kick things off. Do you find meditation boring and don't really notice the results? Do you find it a bit too serious and non-engaging? Do you get annoyed by the fact that when you're trying to, you know, get into your body and be all zen and then you have all these distracting thoughts coming through and then you get sidetracked and you're like, ugh, this is never going to work. Like, how am I ever going to be able to do this for 20 minutes a day? Yeah, so that was definitely me until pretty recently, I'd say. So I've learned a lot about meditation over the years and specifically recently on how to really use it in your life, in your day, on the go, and how it can help you with your binge eating recovery. So let's jump on in. Now, without meditation as a practice in your day, in your life, how the mind usually works is the ego is in control. The fear part of your mind is in control. It's all these thoughts going on all the time, and they are steeped in fear. They're very critical and very judgmental. The ego, this part of your mind, this very structured part, is the first to speak and also the loudest to speak. So it's really the one that we jump onto and latch onto as our truth. Generally, thoughts come in. It's all very automatic kind of process. They come in, we believe it as truth, and then we react to it. Whether that's through feelings being conjured up in our body, and then some sort of action or just directly in action. And we're trained all throughout our life to continue at this speed, to not question the thoughts as whether they're truth or not, as whether they're helpful to us or not. And we're just not trained to slow down and break this pattern of think, believe, react. And how does this affect your binge eating? Well, when you have thoughts coming in that are like, ugh, you're so pathetic, you are never going to be able to stop binging. So you might as well just eat the whole packet today. Like, what's the difference? That comes in. You believe that immediately as truth, as that's you. And then you go off and binge and you feel terrible about yourself and the cycle continues. Or thoughts when you look in the mirror of, oh my god, look at my belly. Like, I've completely let myself go. I am going to probably be like this forever. I'm going to have to sort this out. Like, I needed to sort something out now. You believe this. You believe that there's something wrong with you. There's something terrible about you. And you react by going off and doing some insane diet plan or by just continuing to treat yourself badly. So what we want to do with meditation is use it as a tool to break this track record to break this track that's on repeat in our head and listen to the thoughts and understand like, are they true or not? Are they helping me or not? And then off the back of that, should we believe them and should we react to them? With me so far? Okay, so meditation. As I said at the start, it, especially when you jump in as a beginner, it can sometimes just be like 
very boring and slow and serious. That's what I find as well. Um, and yeah, just like not getting that immediate results that we all want. We all want like a quick fix and meditation is an ongoing practice, right? So that definitely used to put me off quite a bit and probably you too. Like I would try, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be one of those people that meditates every day. I'm going to do a 10 minute practice every morning. And I probably do like one or two days and then I'm like done with it because it's just boring. <laughs> just being real here. So I I was kind of just like, that's it. Like I'm probably not going to be a meditator. Like I do love it when it's guided by someone else or in a yoga class. I, I absolutely love it, but I just can't get myself to do it. Just sit down and do nothing for 10 minutes. Now, before I jump into how you can start really simple and make it a very doable practice, let me just explain a little bit more what it's all about. So a thought comes in. In meditation, we want to separate ourselves, thinker from thought, feeler from feeling. So a thought comes in and we just want to listen and notice like, oh, what's going on? And it's a case of like breathing, breathing in and out, slowing down and noticing, okay, this is what's going on in my head. Like these are the thoughts swimming around all day that typically I'm just listening to and believing and reacting to. It's just noticing and hearing them. And at first you might listen and it's a bit weird because you're like listening to yourself listening <laughs> like I would I would start listening to my thoughts and then obviously I know I'm listening to them so the thoughts aren't what they would be if I was not listening to them almost so it's a bit weird at the start but even that itself is awareness like you aren't on that automatic track you aren't on that automatic mode where thoughts are coming in and you don't even notice them coming in. You, it's just like, that's just how it is. So it's listening to them. And first step is you're noticing them, them going on and you might, you might believe them, but now you might not act on them because you're sitting down doing a meditation practice. So there's no space to act or do something off the back of those thoughts and beliefs. And so that's removing that third step of the puzzle. You're already breaking this default three-step process of think, believe, act. Then in future, you might be less quick to act on these thoughts in real life. As we continue to learn to listen to these thoughts, maybe something more compassionate shows up instead, something that will help you out. And maybe then you'll start believing that instead of the ego-led, fear-based kind of thought. Right, so that's meditation in a nutshell listening to the thoughts, noticing them, becoming aware that they're there and they're not this automatic track that's going on. And then starting to question them a little bit and replace these harmful thoughts with more compassionate ones at times. Let's take a short break from all this juicy goodness. I'd love to share a little bit about my one-to-one -one coaching program. This program is the bomb. <laughs> it's a 12-week program where I guide and support you to healing. If you're just done with dieting, being obsessed with your weight, feeling guilty binge after binge, and you're just sick and tired of seeing your body in the mirror and just hating what you see, 
you're scared of your next binge, you hate cancelling on social events because you feel crappy about yourself, you're constantly planning the next detox, the next cleanse or diet to lose weight. You never want to wake up still feeling stuffed and bloated and ashamed after the night before. You hate hiding it from your family and friends, sneaking food packets in and out of your room, waiting till people leave the house to binge. You're so over being jealous of people who just seem to be able to eat normally and don't think about food all the time, planning their next meal and what they're gonna eat. You don't wanna feel out of control anymore. So in one sentence, if you wanna stop binging once and for all, my one-to-one -one program is made for you. We go through my proven four pillar framework to heal you to get you over binging, back to loving your body again, and so much more than that, to being your most authentic and best self again. Confident, relaxed, self-loving. Now, if you're looking for a quick fix, this is definitely not for you. If you're not ready to dive deep and do the real work, this is not for you. It's not surface level stuff, it's intense at times, but that is where transformation happens. We're not just changing at a behavioral level, we're going to the root of the cause. So we're finding long lasting, real change. One recent one-to-one -one client wrote a testimonial saying, although I just recently started working with the one-to-one -one coaching, I was honestly kind of doubtful before starting that anything could have the chance of working for me, but I'm already more optimistic in what's to come. After trying many things previously that honestly just feel like they do nothing, with the one-to-ones, it's more about taking actions, learning things that you can actually apply and being supported in doing them, rather than just feeling like you keep talking but going nowhere. I'm also very shy and have a very hard time with talking, so I was very scared to start. I didn't want it to end up like anything I've tried before, and just after the first session, it became a lot less intimidating after realizing what it actually is. Okay, I'll leave it there. Let's get back into today's episode. Now, what can a meditation practice look like to begin with? I definitely suggest start very small. I don't mean like start with a five minute practice. I mean, start with a 30 second practice. Add it in to your morning routine somewhere. Maybe it is while you're brushing your teeth. Maybe it's as you're making your coffee in the morning. Spend 30 seconds, put it on the clock, just noticing what's going on in your mind just interrupting that pattern of it all being very automatic. So this as a daily practice will help you pre be prepared for when things happen in real life on the go. So obviously during your meditation practice, you're, you're like purposely doing it. So as I said before, it, it could be a bit weird because you know you're listening to your thoughts, so your thoughts aren't what they'd usually be in real life, but that's just practice. So you're preparing, you're building this skill of being able to be more aware of your thoughts. So then when something comes up in real life, when you're starting to feel anxious or stressed or sad or whatever it is, that your awareness muscle is strong enough to kick in real time on the go. And you can become aware of what are the thoughts should I believe this? Should I not? Do I need to react on this? Do I not? How can I show up in a more compassionate way here? So the meditation is the rehearsal and in real life during the day, that's showtime. And one thing to point out here, I thought for a long time that during meditation, when you get distracted and your mind goes somewhere else and then you kind of, you're like, oh shit, I'm, I'm not doing this meditation thing. Like I'm literally just thinking about 
what I'm going to cook for dinner tonight. And usually I would have got mad at myself for this, but I want you to reframe this. It's not a failure. It's actually the complete opposite. By you realizing and saying, oh my God, I got distracted. That right there is the awareness that we're trying to build. The awareness of where our thoughts are and what's going on in our mind. So let's run through an example. You wake up in the morning, you are doing your morning routine and you set 30 seconds each day. Okay, I'm just going to be aware for these 30 seconds. Try it in the morning. So you've got that preparation that the muscle is being strengthened in the morning. It's just breathing in. Breathing out. Breathing in. And out. What am I thinking right now? Just watching what's going on in my mind. And it's just listening. What's happening in there? What thoughts are swimming around? Something might come up for you that seems a bit critical or judgmental or driven by fear. And in that moment, you might have the awareness and separation of thinker from thought to say, hmm, is this actually true? Do I need to believe this as my experience, my truth? Maybe not. But what would help me out here is X, Y, Z. So that's the morning, 30 seconds of that. Then throughout the day, when something's coming up, something from your ego, maybe it's anxiety getting in the way. Maybe it's negative self-talk. Maybe it is being scared of an upcoming binge, feeling the urge to binge. That's when you can step in and use this awareness that you're getting better at. Step in, listen to these thoughts, and again, do I need to believe them? What could be more helpful for me right now? What's a better way to, re to respond to this? And just continuing this daily, be consistent. Maybe you can push it up to a minute, maybe you can push it up to two minutes, but it doesn't have to be something really intimidating, like 20 minutes. And even just renaming what the act is from meditation, which might conjure up images of some Buddhist monk, being silent and seeming super serious about himself. Maybe it's just renaming that to my awareness practice or my listening practice. So that's what I've got to say today on meditation. It doesn't have to be serious. It doesn't have to be intimidating. It's about training our mind to be able to interrupt that default automatic process of think, believe, react. To think, maybe not believe, and maybe show up in a more compassionate way. Try it out 30 seconds in the morning, build that muscle, build that ability to notice in real life when these sort of harmful negative thoughts are coming up and you can step in with your new awareness muscle. If you are a fan of guided meditation especially, I'm a huge fan, um, I have a seven-day meditation series. It's free. It goes through seven different meditations. Things like gratitude, affirmations, body scans, all that good stuff. Head over to freewithbreed.com and grab yours now. And that is the scoop for today. If this app inspired you, taught you something new, or has helped give you direction in your recovery journey, it would mean the world to me if you did me a massive favor. 
It'll only take a few minutes, I promise. Review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Once you've posted it, take a screenshot and DM that photo to me. I'll enter you into a monthly raffle. Yeah, that's right. I ain't going to leave you hanging. So each month I'll randomly select one lucky winner and you'll receive a free one-to-one coaching sesh with me. It'll be super fun and valuable. And if you'd really love to give back more to me, it'd help me build this podcast so much more and reach so many more women. If you shared it with someone else who you think will love it, maybe it's a sister, a friend, a bestie, or your mom. I love you all so much. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day.